again this is buck benny speaking i'm joined with my friend jim and bob we're excited to bring you uh the second season of picard this is the first episode we're going to be talking about and uh this is uh, for me it was really good it was it was uh you know a lot of it folks reviews and things of it are, are good but they're saying you know a lot of it was fan service and things but but uh, I'm a fan and I enjoy being serviced. So it was. It was... Well, yeah. And, and, and why would you want to like service your fans and do stuff that your fans that are going to watch your show would like? I mean, how, what kind of what kind of stupid production team would do something like that? Because <laughs> I mean, from the very first moment with the klaxon going on and it being a red alert and the whole thing, I mean, I, I just thought it was a great way to suck people in and just kind of take them for this ride. I mean, I had issues with this. It's, it's not issues. It's just my normal thing about I never like the getting the gang back together thing. We've talked about it last season. And this is this is we're going to update you on where everybody's at and what's going on. But there's no really clean way to do it. It's just not the best storytelling usually when you're just sort of going, oh, look, here's so and so. And they're on this ship and here's somebody else. And they're at, they're at the academy and here's somebody, you know, it essentially feels like that for a decent amount of this episode then the end really gets rolling again with uh, taking place on, on Rios's ship, which is the stargazer from um, the, uh, it's not the same stargazer, but which was Picard's old ship, but it's kind of cool that they tied that in. Um, anyway, um, what stood out to you in this episode and what did you guys think about it generally and so forth? We'll just go for general impressions and we'll go into specifics, but uh, let's go with Jim first. What, what, were you, what did you think versus first season stuff? Uh, I, I think this started off faster than the first season. Yes. Yeah. You know, the first season, it was like kind of, it took a while to really get into it and stuff. You know, it was just like, oh yeah, he's at his house and then he's got this person visiting and a little bit of stuff. This, this one just from the get go, I think has a lot more stuff and, and, and probably part of it has to do because, you know, they, you know, the characters and you know, everything. And, and so they don't have to slowly, introduce stuff it's like okay it's you know almost like it's just continuing on from a previous uh episode or you know season of it so they can start a little faster than than they normally probably would have last time yeah what was that it was good though i i, I enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on next yeah i really am looking forward to the next episode to see where they go it, it felt like sort of like that last 15, 20 minutes of this episode really started rolling. And so uh, one of the, I guess some of the reviewers and things, they gave them the first two episodes. And what they're saying is they really should have released, because it's how sometimes they, when they stream something, they release the first two or three episodes and then start going one episode a week from there, that they should have done that with this because supposedly the second episode just really keeps rolling. And uh, um, I would have loved to have seen two episodes but hey we'll catch it next week so bob what were your thoughts on it 
Other than that gratuitous fan servicing, I was okay with it. <laughs> Were uh, you no, service, Bob? <laughs> yeah. Hey, keep this PG. Bob the Impaler was serviced very well. <laughs> I feel so sleazy now, though. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with like your statement. At the beginning, it did seem a little like the get-together thing. But like Jim said, it kicks off quick. Um, and then we research, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's, uh, I don't want to uh, ruin it for somebody. Right. This return of a character from the original series. Yeah. Um, well, a couple of you them. can say it. Everybody know anyone, everybody knows. We're, we're spoiling it, guys. Sorry, but it's, it's, and it's not much of a spoiler. Q's on this episode, but we, we know yeah. Q's going to be back this season. I mean, most, they've, they've been advertising it everywhere and Q's in all the, everything so uh but it was i loved how they introduced q and he was his old self of, of looking young old self his <laughs> anyway whatever it was the young version of q and then he immediately looks at picard and says that says boy you've aged here i'm gonna fix that and then he ages himself up to be what john delancey looks like much, much easier than de-aging him during the entire series yes Yes, and they did that. They actually did that twice. They did that with Guyan too. Well, they didn't. She didn't show up that way, but she made this comment about, "Well, I'm just looking old to make yeah. myself fit in with the rest of you guys because I guess her race doesn't age as fast." Aged, right, right. Yeah. So they had to like do a throwaway line to kind of explain how she did. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Uh, but it, it was wonderful seeing her on the show and and. Uh, Having her, I don't, I don't, it'll be interesting to see if, she, if she, I would assume she's going to be on more episodes or something, but it could be that this is her only appearance, I suppose. But it, uh, yeah, she, I mean, she just randomly would show up on the, the yeah. original series or the, not the original series. It's like called the original series with Picard, but really it's not the original series. <laughs> no, it's the next generation, yes. <laughs> next generation series uh, <laughs> with, with Picard. Um, yeah, I, I do. I do now find you're gonna have people looking in on, on on the the original series with Kirk and Spock. Going, where's Guy? And Jim said that, that it was <laughs> yeah, she was in the original it, series. You just have to. She was much younger then. Looked a little different. I, I find it humorous though. That you think that people that are going to watch Picard are waiting to get our take on it before they watch it, so we're going to spoil it for them. They're like, they're like, oh no, I can't watch this until until they come out with the review. Yeah, then. our, our preludes in. Valuable for people. Yeah, we don't. We, we said spoilers, so our listener will uh, he he will, <laughs> he will get a chance to enjoy the episode before he listens to our spoilers. But uh, actually, I think we have more than one. We have, probably have two or three. But anyway, we'll keep right. going. Um, but yeah, I was, I was delighted. Um, you know. It, did they learn from last year that the pacing, I mean, one of the complaints was the pacing was a little slow last year. And so this pacing was definitely faster in this. Um, maybe they took that to heart. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed the slow pacing last year. It just seemed so different from all the other Star Trek stuff. And, and it just seemed to go with sort of who Picard was that, that this was just a slow unfolding mystery sort of thing that he got involved with. And this one is not that. This is this is, I guess, this is the most reminiscent for me of probably First Contact, the movie, in that it just wants to get going from the very beginning and is this darker. Um, uh, what it, it's one of the darkest Star Treks in that in that 
for being actually kind of scary or kind of like what's going to happen. And yeah, um, but I love it. And so it was, it was really well done. Um, love John Delancey his his performances. Q is spot on. It's like, they didn't miss a beat. He and Picard, um, the, uh, just Picard and everybody, the, certainly where they placed everybody, it makes a lot of sense and, and kind of works. And, uh, I still am really enjoying um, Seven and and the thing Seven does. Seven has like a action scene that probably is the most sort of gratuitously just added scene to 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 go. Oh, we need another action thing here, so we'll throw that in there. But um, I enjoyed it, and I'm okay with that. So yeah. Any what else, guys? Yeah. Good. I really got two my surprises. So I think her name is Laris, right? That's the Romulan that lives with him. Yeah, I didn't know they were a, a thing, or she right. has a thing for Picard anyway. Yeah, which yeah, that was a big change because it, it, previously she was there, but with that other the other person that lived there too, the other his butler, yeah. or I don't know what the heck that was situation, yeah. but but they it, it was very much not uh, it was very much a platonic thing in the first season. This season it was played up more as well. Now it's just the two of them. And she obviously wants to get more going with with Picard than he's maybe ready for. And of course, that's the through point of the other storyline on here that they're playing with is that Picard has chosen to not have relationships with people um, with uh, romantic relationships and things because he's been his whole life has been Starfleet and everything. And it looks like they're going to that's going to be like the through line for this whole series that they're going to play with that because um certainly and this isn't spoiling it much but i'll throw spoilers out there again it looks like they're at some point going to be going back in time in a future episode and certainly the the previews yeah. they had at the end of this kind of showed that and, um and, and jim you were gonna show something oh yeah and, and yeah definitely they're, they're gonna go back in time it looks like and then i'm assuming to present day i think it's gonna look it looks like it's like now yeah much much cheaper to film like that probably than yes exactly <laughs> instead of oh we're going to go back to 1932 and we need all the old cars and the whole thing. It's like, no. yeah yeah much much cheaper to it's like oh look it happened to be current day of course you know when people watch it 20 years from now they go oh wow look at that they got all those old cars and everything funny yeah, <laughs> look at that those cars use gasoline <laughs> not yeah. all electric but they they um yeah so i mean so it looks like the the Borg must be coming from the future. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, the Borg, I, I, I kind of was not really impressed with the Borg queen. You know, no. I would have preferred her to be more like the regular Borg queen instead yeah. of something completely different. Um, you know, I they, assume they, they got to be They had her all covered. She's got a hood on and everything. You can't see what she really looks like. It wouldn't surprise me if she's the original board queen the same actress playing that part that they're going to have an unveiling later of what she looks like i don't know i just thought why would you have somebody all covered up like that i don't know so i could be and she kind of reminds me of a marvel character or something yeah with the co- yeah like i guess that was weird yeah the other, the other thing is i'm not sure the ship can get to 88 miles an hour to go back in the past yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. It, it's a DeLorean reference from uh, Back to the oh. Future. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. 
the our geek fan will get that for sure. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it, like I say, the, the pacing was fantastic in this episode. The the um, characters, I love that they they don't need any more characters. So it was nice they didn't introduce anybody new like oh, those are their new person it's like we don't need another we got enough characters in this thing but they but they did um bring back bringing back Guinan and bringing back Q was perfect for this um we I decided that the guys and I would would talk about Q who which was the I think it was the 16th episode of the second season of Next Generation and it's considered to be the by many to be the first great episode of uh the next generation and uh i don't know i i've never been as sold on it there's all that it's a it's a good episode it's interesting it, it introduces the borg and everything but it just has all the same players as this episode does and so i just thought let's let's go back and visit that so we'll we'll be talking about that in another uh intro that we do but um another chat we have uh, but go ahead bob the other thing that caught my attention was the sort of like the mist or whatever it was the or was coming out. It kind of reminded me of that old episode from Next Gen where the like the time rift goes back and stops this yes. beginning of humanity. I wonder if that's somehow tied in. That's I don't point. know. I don't. Maybe you just never know what they're gonna what they're gonna grab onto and tie in. Um, the only thing I'll say about this season, and I don't, you know, we haven't seen it, so I don't know. Hundred percent, anything, but the Star Trek has always had some things that they do, and one of the things is, oh, let's do a time travel adventure because people always like time travel adventures, and I do enjoy them. And but it does feel a little bit like, oh, let's grab the Borg, let's grab Q, let's do the time travel thing, and so it, it, it's a hodgepodge of the 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 things that fans kind of enjoy. And, and, and it's just, can you put a good score, story together to, to do all that? And if you do, it's great. I mean, certainly Voyage Home uh, from the um, Star Trek, original Star Trek movies, the fourth movie, is one of the most popular movies because it does have time travel in it. It does have a great storyline that goes through it, the whole whale thing and all of that. Uh, so, so time travel has served them well, certainly in the, the original series, the City on the Edge of Forever episode with... Um, Joan Collins in it is considered one of the great episodes written by Harlan um, Harlan what's Harlan Ellis right anyway uh, but that's um, one of the all-time classic episodes and it's a time travel one so I mean some of the time travels are are the biggest most popular episodes ever uh, for next gen the uh, yesterday's enterprise where um, Tasha Yar comes back after being dead in an alternate universe's enterprise sort of like the not quite like the mirror universe um from uh mirror mirror but but it, uh, an interesting episode as well so i mean there's been time travel episodes that have been really well done over the course of the entire series so anyway well, i kind of expect them to to have the um the mirror universe in this one too you know they'll throw that in there at the same time yeah, could be, you never know. <laughs> it could be the bathroom sink uh, season. I'm not sure, but the um, the other thing that you guys might not know, um, 
I watched the Ready Room episode, which is they do a Ready Room that's always about uh, the episode after the fact. And they interviewed uh, uh, Patrick Stewart. And Patrick was saying that they filmed both all of season two and all of season three back to back. So the next two seasons are done. I assume uh, season two has all the special effects added and everything. Season three, probably at this point, is just all the principal photography with the actors and everything. And they probably got to put in all the special effects and everything. But he did kind of hint at, and it sounded like that might be it for Picard. It might be just a three season thing and then so they that's why they filmed the last two together um but they could be wrong i don't i don't know but i I just got the feeling from the way he was talking that season three is is the like the arc it like so many movies now are trilogies this almost becomes a trilogy of uh seasons for this which these are almost like extended movies these 10-hour movies they're releasing um it sounds like they're gonna be the first season was 10 parts or 10 hours Sounds like these next two are also going to be uh, 10 episodes. Uh, whereas, um, isn't uh, Discovery more like 15 episodes, I think, or something like that? Yeah. 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 So, Speak, speaking yes. of Voyage Home, you know what this is? That is, uh, that would be aluminum. That would be the uh, clear that's aluminum. That's transparent aluminum. Transparent aluminum. They, they've actually made it. It really exists now, huh? It really exists. That's transparent aluminum. It's called, um, what is it called? Uh, well, it'd be stupid if they didn't just call it transparent aluminum. That's, they've got a built-in selling spiel for it. Is it really, is it really aluminum or is it just? It's really aluminum. It's wow. aluminum ox, oxynitride. Oxynitride. It's highly compressed aluminum. So it probably does the same thing that their aluminum that that the transparent aluminum does. But they always said it was, oh, uh, you know, a uh, one inch thick could do the same thing as six inch thick of plexiglass or something. So it's probably tougher again than plexiglass. Yeah, it's, it says that it's uh, aluminum oxynitri- oxynitride is a crystalline substance made of aluminate powder alloys that have been highly compressed and heated to extreme temperatures. There you go. Yeah. Well, and it's good that we mentioned that in Voyage Home because transparent aluminum, I think, makes an appearance here, doesn't it? Then they refer to transparent aluminum in this episode. I, I yeah, I'm sure. No, no, I mean, I, I, oh, do they, I think, do they really? I think they did at some point say something about it, or there's at least the podcast. I mean, the the ready room that I listened to something was mentioning the transparent aluminum thing that it was mentioned this episode or mentioned this season but i don't know i don't remember it but okay maybe, maybe it's the next episode i don't know but there's yeah they, they say that this transparent aluminum can be used instead of like bulletproof glass yes so it, it's it's like super strong and really strong and yeah. Like yeah. yeah so which is which is exactly what they were saying it would do 20 years ago when they were had it in the future that's crazy so it's mm-hmm. amazing how much star trek stuff is actually becomes reality at some point. Either that or that was already they were already researching it and oh for sure like, probably found it or something. The other thing that I noticed is Guinan's bar is named 10. Oh, is oh it? yeah 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 catch that like like 10 forward. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a fun little 
it still didn't hit me that it was going to be guy until he walked in, but I did notice the 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then I liked how Guinan was facing away from him, but already did a reference to him as he was walking. So, so like she yeah. knew she could feel his presence or whatever. She's like, she's like uh, having a, a Jedi master on Star Trek or something. <laughs> <laughs> did they ever in the next generation, did they ever like tell her whole backstory? No. I think they left it as kind of a mystery that that she was she had these kind of connection to the universe and kind of a ESP yeah. sort of thing going on somewhere. Got she had, it's like now I'm referencing the season two episode sixteen. She has like there's a scene in that where she like gets her hands like she's gonna use her powers. Yes. Against yeah. Q, she never does. So obviously she has some other powers too that we Yeah, and seen. she wasn't like or she was just gonna scratch him like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but she wasn't Which wouldn't be as her. effective against a Q, I wouldn't think, but hey. Yeah. I mean she wasn't she wasn't um afraid of Q or she wasn't intimidated by him, you know, it was like almost like she she felt that she could hold her own against Q almost. Correct. So it's kind of like, okay, so you know what exactly? Who knows if she'll show up more in this? this well, almost, uh, yeah, agree. Uh, almost like they're on this. They were on the same. And the way he reacted to her too, he was like defensive and kind of backed off a little bit or whatever. So yeah. it, it gave the impression that they were kind of equally matched or something. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this Crane style. What was that? Is this Crane or Tiger style? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> yeah, she's the new Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah, she'll have Picard standing on the tables in in, the, in in the bar, standing on the tables with one leg. Yeah, <laughs> balancing on while, while she like has the thing hitting the table and kind of making the table wobble, and he's kind of balance himself. Yep. See, we could write these episodes. Oh, we could. We could. You know, they'd be poor. If they do that, we have, you know, we have this documented that was, was my idea and, and <laughs> you have them getting on the table. So I'm going to go after them for And Jim will sue <laughs> every penny well. star, star Trek has ever made. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I deserve all, all of the money because clearly it would only be successful because they've stolen my idea. That <laughs> was stolen from Karate Kid. So yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but once I get all the Star Trek money, then I can, you know, use that to defend against the Karate Kid money. The karate kid. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> oh gosh. You made me lose my track of my my favorite. I had a new question or a new idea, but it's like it's gone. It's gone. But uh anyway, oh I, I know what it was. I was just gonna say that um this it's so interesting because like the first season of Picard, there were certain episodes of uh, Star Trek that they were saying you should probably watch um, and it would enhance your watching of the Picard season one. In this case, I think that, like I said, Hugh Who is one that you should watch. Person could it be kind of fun for somebody to go and watch all the Q episodes. There's not that many. I mean, there's probably 10 of them or something. Um but certainly I would, I would at least watch the Q who one. I think the very first appearance of Q on encounter at Farpoint, where they, where he talks about putting humanity on trial and, and being a judge and all of that ties into this is going to tie into this 
both this episode but also the rest of the season it looks like and then the the third one that i would look at is probably the the very last episode of next gen which was um i can't remember the title of the episode but anyway it's it's the series finale and it has uh on there he says the trial never ends uh and that's and that sounds like that's what this is picking up on right from there from that kind of thought process of the of it. Picard still like on trial and humanity still on trial and everything. You really should go back to the original series to watch the Trillane episode. Yes, the Trillane episode. <laughs> that is the unofficial maybe Q tie-in episode or whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, back when the original series was on, again, I'm calling TNG the original series. When TNG was on, people were saying that they should bring the actor that was in Trillane. I think it was Campbell or something like that. Anyway, or played Trelane in as Q's father or as a Q, another Q like him, and that would have been interesting to see them together. But um, anyway, all, all good things. All good things is is the the series finale. That's right. That's right. Great episode. I mean, Sorry, Bob. Um, I just took away your. No, I'm actually looking for the original series, the one with Trelane. Yes. Uh, anyway, so we'll just have dead air while Bob searches. Yes, <laughs> let's What's all that? Just, let's watch Bob search for a while. <laughs> and then, if this is just audio, just imagine just imagine <laughs> Bob's little fingers working the keyboard. <laughs> we have to have some sound effects, you know, click, 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 click. <laughs> well, those are high-tech sound effects, Jim. Thank you. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. <laughs> Does, that work? Does that work better? Uh, yeah, so, yeah it, this is good. There's, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff that they're going through. Like, like you say, with the, the whole, you know, the trial never ends. And, and he even mentioned it in this, this episode, I think, where he, he said that, you know, the trial, I told you the trial never ended or something right. like that. So. Yeah, he, re he referred back to it in this actual episode. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so there's going to be some tied into that. So it's it sounds interesting. It's going to be interesting, I think, with with Q and the the Borg and the time travel. I think it's going to be a an interesting season. I think so, too. I, I don't expect Guinan to, to be in it much, I don't think. No, um, you know, she, she might, like I say, that might have been her only appearance. Or yeah, maybe I, mean, she I, I bet she'll show up. I bet she'll show up at least one more time. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, most of it is, is you know, probably, she will be in and out a few times, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but most of it will be the original cast and, and doing all their stuff and the, and then, you know, going back into the past and stuff. Yeah. I think so too. And then, I wouldn't be surprised if part of the trial that, that he's having on Picard is about the life choices Picard has made. Um, and so it wouldn't surprise me if there's an alternate, just from the picture, just from the preview and thing, it wouldn't surprise me if there's alternate past that, that Picard is in where... Well, they already showed that in, in this first episode. Right, right. You know, this first episode, they... The, you cut a piece of that, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. goes back and he's he's back at his house. Yep. Yeah, it's completely different. different. And yep. yeah, the people right. aren't there, and the, they've got to have some kind of thing to block out solar radiation because they're. Yes. I mean, so it's you know, which which 
I, I kind of was confused. So I'm thinking it's like, okay, so all of these things because of, you know, this looks like this is what it is if, if Picard didn't choose the stars over his relationship. Right. This is the way it would be if he had made that choice differently. But then, so they're going to go back into the past, but they're going to go back into the past, like way past when he's making those decisions. Yeah, right, right. That's you what know, I was wondering too. It's like, how does this all like, together? But that's part of the mystery of it and part of the writing and, and uh, that we get to enjoy. So we'll see. I'm, I'm ready to go for an adventure. I think this is great. I'll, I'll love it. So yeah, this is good. All right. Well, I think we'll stop there unless anybody has anything else to add. And then we'll go back and we'll, we'll do a Q-Who discussion. So, all right. We're out of here. So enjoy. If you haven't watched season two, episode one of Picard, watch that. It's definitely worth, worth catching. I think, I think of all the series, probably a fan of Star Trek would even if they haven't watched Discovery and haven't got into all the other series that are out there, I think this would be the easiest access point, especially for a fan of Next Generation. I can't see how a fan of Next Generation wouldn't enjoy this episode and this series. So, all right, we're out of there. I I am beyond excited for season two of Star Trek Picard. The first season was so unbelievably satisfying and I'm so excited to find out where the story goes next. Uh, I'm sure you can't divulge any details, but uh, would you just tell me on a scale of one to a million how excited you are to be back on the set uh, with the cast and crew? Yes, uh, and of course, given the circumstances of the past year, um, there are there is extra joy that we are back again in a fully active, fully healthy uh, shooting situation. And as as co-executive producer on the series, I'm privileged to be able to see, get an early look at scripts. And I wish I could sit here and blurt out to you all the new storylines and situations and times that you're going to be seeing in this second season. There, despite 178 episodes of Next Generation, I think I'd write 178, and four feature films, there are events coming up in season two that have never been seen before. And I'm excited just at the thought of putting it on camera. And it's uh, so far very, very satisfying. I'm sorry, just a, one moment. Go control room. Patrick, I am being told we have someone popping on who wishes to comment. Uh, Mr. Guest? Bonjour, mon capitaine. Oh! Ladies and gentlemen, John Delancey is here, which can mean only one thing. I am go I am here to make your life as annoying as possible. <laughs> John, this is incredible. The world knows now that Q is making his triumphant return to Star Trek. Oh no, it's still a secret, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, if it was, it is the, it is a secret no longer. It's a secret no longer. Um, Q, of course, is one of the most beloved characters in the history of Star Trek across every series. Would you describe the experience of finding out that you were going to reprise the role in season two of Star Trek Picard? 
You mean what were my first thoughts? Yeah. Finally. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when I met with Terry, who is uh, one of the executive producers, he said, well, of course you knew you were going to get a phone call. And I said, well, not particularly. It's been many years, so no. So yes, I'm, I am totally delighted and really looking forward to it. And um, it's been, um, you know, a long time coming and, um, and I'm, I'm more than ready. And I've actually, I have changed my visage to, to include, to, you know, my, my um, I've aged a little bit so as to, um, to be more in keeping with where we are right now. Uh, I am so excited for Picard and Q to go head to head again. Patrick, would you talk about that a little bit? Well, you, you know, Will, as well as anyone, that it is a little difficult to talk about things that uh, we want to keep hidden. Of course. But um, uh, Q's arrival is, as it often was, utterly unexpected, but also comes at a shattering moment in the, in the episode. Um, and I do mean a shattering moment, um, which, whether it's directly connected to Q or not, I am actually still not quite sure. But there is significant trauma. And in fact, at the moment, I'm, I'm working on, on how the trauma of this moment hangs around Picard for quite a substantial part of the episode. And then... There he is. You know, Patrick, I, 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 as you're saying that, I'm remembering, I have such a strong image in one of the scenes, one of the episodes that we did oh so long ago, where the image was this, of Patrick, well, of Picard, of course, going like this. Q arrives on the bridge and Picard does this. You're the closest thing I have to a friend, Jean-Luc. <laughs> I, yes, I, 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 I remember you doing, I, I mean, like that, I went, oh, okay, I got it. That's good. I, I, I promise you, John, that that will not be repeated this time. But there will be a reaction, believe me. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. John Q is is such um, a memorable and and iconic and beloved character, um, but he's very specific. You haven't played him in a while. Um, how quickly did he come back to you? Oh, you know what? It's um, it's not actually very difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, he is he is deliciously naughty. Yeah. You know, um, uh, kind of uh, marvelously uh, uh, annoying, um, terribly self-involved. Uh, and um, so it's, I dare say, as my wife says, it's not much of a stretch. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I am, I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you for, John, thank you for coming to us today from your boat. That's kind of cool. Um, and uh, I am so excited to see Picard and Q 
buttheads again. I'm so thrilled that this is happening, and I'm sure I'll be watching that teaser trailer about a thousand more times.